Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. Whoops, my penis landed in her vagina. I don't know, it just happened. It just happened. I'm not saying we're finding people that are fucked up. I'm saying that I'm a fucked up person. And it's more often than not, it's the person trying to deal with me. Just go to the back of the room. So you can hide your boner. And if you get a boner, you just, you Turn just, <laughs> just sit down. No, you just sit down. You just sit down and think about kittens. Hey guys, sorry I missed last week. Was a little busy, but here we go. I've got, I have some questions I'm going to answer that come my way. A lot of times you guys are asking questions that are more guy related. And I'm sometimes I'm at a loss to answer them from my point of view. And I feel like a guy's point of view would be better. So I've got Cowboy in here and he's, I'm going to throw a couple questions his way. And I, I feel like he'll do a better job at answering them man to man than I would, I would be able to do. All right. So. The first one is kind of broad. I had someone ask me, basically, you know, how do you, how, couple things. You said, how do you, how can you be a good, a good dominant? And, you know, how do you basically pick a sub? And I thought, I have no idea. (laughs) I can tell you about the sub part. And, and as I mentioned to you earlier, maybe had to be kind of like a naughty sub, <laughs> had to be an unruly sub. But as far as how a dominant picks a sub and how they're and what it takes to be a good dominant, I feel like another dominant should answer that. So, cowboy yeah. in. Well, I mean, it's it's a broad question. I know. Well, it's a broad question, and it's you know, it's it's also a very specific question too, because in their mind, they're, they're thinking they're, you know, they got a pretty narrow question, but not knowing the person, but so how to be a good dominant is, you know, a lot of people ask like, how do you, how to be a dom or how to this or that, Yeah. but you know, how to be a good one. That's, I mean, that's, that's a lot easier to answer. It's kind of hard to explain to someone how to be one because it's not really a step-by-step thing, but how to be a good one. How I mean, to be a good one. Yeah. So, I mean, number one, you're, you're, you're supposed to take care of your sub no matter what. So that's the, that's the top thing. So in play or otherwise it's, that's your job. Like that's what you're supposed to do. They're not always in the mindset for that. So you're supposed to be paying attention and taking care of them and, you know, that could be... Give an example. Like in play, you know, with rope bondage, paying attention to blood flow the whole time, color of skin, joint position, how long they're in a certain position. Like there's there's a lot of stuff to pay attention to in that point. So like when you start out with 
simple bondage. You you know, you don't want to do stuff that's going to cut off circulation or, or put an arm in a bad position or whatever, because it's, it's a lot to take care of. Like our last session. So having to watch circulation on our last session, 10 minutes ago, Yeah, <laughs> having to watch circulation for, you know, your hands, having to pay attention to your shoulders, you know, having to pay attention to the circulation for your breasts. Can you breathe enough? All that at the same time and, and still have to have fun. So, yeah. you know, it's, there's, there's a lot of stuff to pay attention to. And it, and that's not like a courtesy thing. That's a medical thing. Like you will cause, you will cause nerve damage. You will tear tendons. You will, you will do things on accident. And I'm not saying you got to be super strong to do it. Yeah. I had that happen to me. Yeah. On my wrist. Not with you. No, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, and it was really more, I would say kind of what I would call more just role playing. You know, mm. it wasn't real dominant, submissive stuff, but it was role playing the dominant, submissive stuff. And I think that also that's, that's kind of an area where people get confused. It's like, you're either, you either kind of are, or you aren't, I mean, it's okay to do the role playing, you know, if that's not your thing all the time, but even with the role playing, I ended up getting my, in my wrist, my, a nerve pinched or something for what you know, and for literally for three days, my, my wrist and my hand were kind of fucked up. Yeah. And it actually, you know, it started to concern me. I was like on the, on the third day, it did start to get better. So, you know, I was glad I didn't have to like call the doctor, try to explain to him (laughs) what, (laughs) what I was suffering from and what, you know, because of course they're going to ask you, well, how did you do this? But, you know, so there's, there's just lots of things to be, to be aware of. But also what about being a dominant? So there's things that you're doing when, when you're in during play, during sex, what about being a dominant outside of the bedroom? Well, I mean, you know, making sure that some pretty little thing doesn't get fucked up on some tropical third world island traipsing off by herself in the middle of the night in oh. some kind of pencil dress or whatever. Not, he, not that we know anybody like that. No, I don't. I have no idea who you're talking about. No. To whom are you referring? The mm. <laughs> mystery woman. The mystery woman. Who mystery is she? Woman. I'll scratch your eyes out. Scratch your eyes out. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I mean, it's it's the other thing. And, and to me, that's the, it. you know, you'll catch two total different things with that. So... I think that's kind of a regional thing, trying to quote unquote take care of your woman. I used to catch a lot of bullshit for it on the West Coast. Whenever I'd go out with a chick, they tend to get mad sometimes at opening doors and doing things like that. So not that you did, but I don't. No, I'll stand there until somebody opens the damn door for me if they don't know what they're supposed to do. (laughs) But so it's you know to me it's just I mean uh, because of my past experiences and the parts of the world that I've seen that aren't very good. So I'm usually, you know, everybody's like, we'll see the good in people and have a nice day. And I don't (laughs) at all. I, 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 I'm definitely more of a, uh, a worst case scenario type person, I guess. And, uh, but 
I just I just always pay attention a whole lot to things. So, you know, to me, taking care of them outside is making sure they're safe or whatever. And it's kind of just insulating, I guess, you know, to I'm okay dealing with the bad shit as long as you don't have to know or, you know, like how you find out about stuff like two years later. Yeah. <laughs> you finally will tell me something like yeah. that I had no idea about. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else do you think you do? Mm. And then probably, probably the biggest, and I think the one that most people fuck up, you know, it's, it's not hard to have good sex. If you're paying attention to someone, that's a physical thing, but like taking care of somebody mentally and emotionally, that's pretty hard game i think especially for people who don't like actually pay attention to the other person yeah so like i know when you're i think you're pretty good at it i try to so you know like when you're having your little bullshit body image issues or i don't have body image issues i know you don't have them but you you try to act like you do later good grief i don't okay i don't even know what you're talking about right now yeah do you want to talk about your butt right now? <laughs> okay, I'll say it, everybody. My butt's not my favorite. Yeah. I have white girl cracker ass, okay? I wish I had a bubble butt. I don't. I like your butt. I, I'm working on it. I'm doing my booty bands so I can get a bubble butt. Does, does it look more bubbly? Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just lie to me? No. Okay. See, you take care of her. That's what you do. <laughs> does that mean you, <laughs> you lie to me? No. I like it. Uh, but see, you're an athletic person, though. Yeah. And that's that's so, you know, we're not talking about some little sequestered white girl that, you know, doesn't do anything. I mean, yeah. you, you work out like. I know. I'm not. I'm not. Four hours. A day. I'm not doughy. No, no yeah. not even not one spot. I've looked <laughs> every square inch. <laughs> but no, I mean, so you know, in the same token, I mean, you have bad days and mm -hmm. you start worrying about stuff and you know other personal issues and stuff like that, and it's just one of the things. I mean, it's it's part of it. You know, it's just. To be to me to be a good dominant is to not bring anything per se negative on purpose. I mean, mm -hmm. I have bad days, yeah, you know, and, and we've had we've had some crazy nuclear type meltdowns and stuff like that. So yeah. I mean, there's you know, I am a person, and I've got a pretty fucked up past or whatever. So it's just one of those things that that stuff's gonna come out. It's not. It's not something you're supposed to hide. Right. You know, but I'll shelve it until it's. Until I pick away at it and pick away at it. Yeah. <laughs> but like you said, I don't, I don't stop 
I don't stop you from knowing it. You know, and I don't always, I don't always like put it out for free issue, but I'm yeah. Not, yeah, it's not something I, you know. But, you know, we're not talking about like, we're not talking about an ex girlfriend or some date we did. We're, we're talking about some fucked up stuff. So yeah. people don't, you know, don't, yeah. I'm not talking about not supposed to be letting her know that. You know, some girlfriend of yours had a favorite dress or whatever. And I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about some pretty messed up stuff. Yeah. So. But that's different. Yeah. Well, I think from my perspective, what I would say the difference between, let's just say like a dominant submissive relationship and, and a vanilla relationship. This is just my perspective. And obviously I only have one. I don't have a, a, a string of dominance to that I've been with to relate this to, but the difference for me has been the, it's kind of like you're always on mm-hmm. and you're always in that. And most of the time, you know, we're not in the, we're not in the bedroom no. 24 hours a day. So it, but the, but that dynamic part, the dynamic part of it, the way we interact, it is ongoing whether we're in the bedroom or not in the bedroom. And to me, it's a lot more communication than just vanilla relationships. Nothing against vanilla relationships. Just, it just takes for me, it, it to me, it takes more communication. Yeah. And because you're always in that mode then I'm always responding to it. And that's, it's always, I'm not sure if this is the right way to put it, but it always keeps me mindful of the relationship. So I don't ever start taking it for granted, which for me in vanilla relationships, that's been a downfall. You know, you just kind of start, you're with somebody for a long time. And it just starts to get routine, you know, and everybody's doing their routines and you kind of get away from the nuts and bolts of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So this for this type of dynamic for me has just kept me more focused on the nuts and bolts of the relationship and also staying, keeping a lot of communication ongoing. Sometimes it's, you know grumpy communication or mm-hmm. whatever i'm in a mood or you know whatever but but it's always kind of out there and so and then stuff's always being talked about and it just keeps it just for me it's just kept the lines of communication open which i've never experienced that before in this way so i like it a lot it, it's a good for me for someone like me that can be very closed off and you know, when I see you, I see you. Okay, yeah, I'm here. But when 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 I'm not, it's like out of sight, out of mind. That's my kind of my mo. But this prevent that prevents that from happening. Mm-hmm. This type of dynamic pre- for me prevents that from happening. Yeah. So you know, it's good. So how the other side of this question was: How do you pick a good? submissive or how how do you like i guess like how can you sort of 
No, like this is a, this is a good one. This is a bad one. Well, so have you had bad ones? So I don't I don't really know what I've had those that don't match. I mean I don't I don't think I don't think there's anything that's per se a bad submissive. I mean I guess I mean if as long as if the person is a sub. I mean yeah. you know obviously if if the person just won't admit that they're a dom then I guess they could be a bad sub. Mm-hmm. Right? But I mean I've never had one that was like vindictive and all mm-hmm. that or you know nothing nothing yeah. like that but i've had those that you know girls that i was like well this has potential and then it's not going to work out on like an education level or it's not going to work out on a social level mm-hmm. or it's not going to work out on like an emotional level mm-hmm. you know i mean so it's uh you know not to say like I'm not saying I'm finding people that are fucked up. I'm saying that I'm a fucked up person. And it's more often than not, it's the person trying to deal with me. So, you know, it's it takes a little while to get into the, the yeah. I, I guess, the outside of the... Yeah, to, to chip away. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because yeah. the first... We're not talking about a few dates, folks. We're talking like 18 months. That's <laughs> like, right. Yeah. That's so, right. I know. Yeah. It takes a long time for me. But... You know, I mean, it's... It does for me, too, though. Yeah, absolutely. It does for me, too. But I was kind of fascinated by... I knew there was... I'm like, there's so much more under the surface here, and I am Mm going to figure this out. I'm going to crack this nut. Yeah. And, And it wasn't for... Sometimes I just do that because I almost do it for sport. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, well, let's see what I can uncover just for fun my own amusement but it wasn't about that i was really just genuinely i didn't know what i was going to find there i didn't know and i didn't have a direction for i was just like there's something here i'm really drawn to it i want to know more and i'm determined to get this guy to i'm determined to get under the surface you know, to find out more and know more. And I wanted to, and I was genuinely just interested in, you know, who you were, you, you know, getting to know all that. So it wasn't a, I didn't, it wasn't selfishly motivated, you know? Right. So, but I mean, like, that's why it was, I think that's why it was easy to be that, you know, it's like that patient. Yeah. That was a long time, but I didn't look at it that way. You know, I never, I never felt like, Oh, I'm getting frustrated or, Oh, you know, I was always, huh? You used to complain about it. No. I did. What did I say? See, what was the stoic was, was one of your favorite adjectives. I would say, I would say you're wound tight. And wound tight. I would say light, God, lighten up. You're wound so tight. Yeah. That wasn't, I was just, yeah, you didn't like it when I said that. I don't know how many times I said that one, but well, yeah, I'm like, geez, you're, you know, you're this mm-hmm. young guy, and why are you so wound up? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. But, yeah. But, I mean, in terms of looking for one, I mean, that's hard. Honestly. I like what you said earlier, though, about it's not it's not good. or It's like it's just like you're just not a good match. Yeah, you're just not a good yeah. match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because, yeah, just not a good match. I don't, I don't like easy. I mean, that's my thing. I don't. You know, 
I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not willing to bash or whatever about someone's promiscuity or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I don't like easy. So I got, I like something I have to kind of work for. When you say easy, what do you mean? I'm thinking of like, not easy mentally or talking about like sexually. What do you mean? It's all around. I don't want to, I, I don't want something anybody can get. Okay. So. Yeah. If somebody's easy, and I mean that's good for them. I mean if that's what they want to do, cool. Yeah. That's what they want to do. I'm not saying that, you know, every single one of my partners has been this difficult person. And to say that I haven't had quote unquote easy would be. I think we were talking about that the other night. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, I'm a man of the world, and I travel a lot, so that those those things happen sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! My penis landed in her vagina. I don't know. It just happened. It just happened. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I mean, in, in terms of like trying to find a good one, it's, you know, you got to look at the person now since those stupid movies came out, the it's everybody thinks they're into kink. I know. And mostly women. It's the women who've got into it. And, you know, I think guys as a whole, like with testosterone, we always have like a little bit of caveman in us and want to do some like crazy stuff. But now it's like every chick thinks that she's into it and really she's not, you know. And, and that's fine. She role, role playing is okay. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. And, and I mean, that's how I dealt with my addiction for the longest time was just having role play with somebody. I was like, yeah, sure. I can, I can fuck you up. That's fine. What do you mean? What, what, you're, you dealt with what addiction? No, I didn't have a sub. So, oh. I, you know, pretty so much you had stuck to, to have yeah. role play. Oh, you that, was your role out, play. that was your outlet. It cuts the edge off. That's yeah. It doesn't, work. it doesn't do the same. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it, you got to date the woman, you know, I mean, yeah. you actually got to, or, or guy or whatever, you got to date them. Like you got to find out who that person is. Mm-hmm. You got to see if they're going to, you know, what kind of person they really are. And then two, I mean, there's, there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a good match sexually. You you can have a, I got friends of mine that are, I mean, they are, I'll be friends for life, but we're just, we just weren't a match sexually you know and you know if 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 that if she's a sub that likes pain and you can't do that then you just need to accept that you know that if you can't if you can't do anything you know a lot of guys have a problem you know doing the sadist part if you can't do it and she needs it then hey man you need to you need to be the bigger guy and admit it and let her find somebody who can you know so same token, if you're a sadist and she's not into pain, then before you do something really stupid, you need to let her go somewhere else. You yeah. Know? You got to find the matches. Now, you said, do you think, so you told me that you got, when how you got started in this was, you know, a girl that had more experience in it. Way more. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she got her, she got her hands on you. Yeah. She saw that something in you. Mm-hmm. And I know another dominant, that was his story too, where... It, you know, it was more, someone with more experience, a girl, you know, the sub with more experience kind of said, hey, let me show you. Let's let's do this stuff. Do, I think that seems like a good way to go if you're a guy that doesn't know, like you think you're into it. You have that side of you. Maybe hook up with a sub that has some experience. And yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm glad somebody did it to me. I wouldn't say I'm a proponent for it. It's. That other guy was probably a lot like me too, though. He probably didn't need any. 
he just needed to be told it was okay. He didn't need any teaching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you got guys that are naturally dominant and stuff like that. So I'm one of them. I'm, I'm just naturally that way. And so I just needed to be shown that it was okay and not a felony. So, <laughs> and that's really all it took for me. Yeah. It was like, you know, and then communication, somebody saying they liked it and then go on for there. And then after that, just use your fuck up imagination, you know? Yeah. But it's as terms of education for guys, like if a guy's like super into it and really wants to be a part of it and to keep him from being overexcited and trying it out on somebody else who is new and fucking some fucking somebody else up. Yeah. It'd probably be a good idea for them to go get involved with a group. And I, I was going to ask you about that. Cause there's so many dominants and groups and things like that out there. Where yeah. like, they'll mentor, you know, and I think yeah. that's kind of stupid. Too. Well, well, I don't think, okay. I, I can't tell a guy how to, well, I know. Okay, but yeah. but there's info. Well, the point is though, there are there's information out there. Yeah. Good information from seasoned dominants, and I'm not talking about like they're you know, but right. they'll write you know they they write articles they they write about the stuff you're talking about. They write about it. They blog about it. You know, right. actual well written, well thought out oh. informational pieces to help people. And I think if you're if you're really into this and you're you want to get into it. And you don't kind of know where to start, you know. You can yeah. start doing some reading. I mean, it's out there. You oh can... yeah, and I and I read. I mean, I, yeah. I still do. I mean, it's not like a, you know, it's not like an infinite amount of knowledge thing. You know? No. But the the main things you do that people would have to read about is like I said, the safety with bondage and stuff like yeah. that. But there's so many pre-made kits out there that you can just use cuffs that are padded mm-hmm. and just don't let them get tight, you know, and then move up from there. But like. It it's really hard to find with me the the type of dom and the viewpoints that I have towards it. It's really hard to find somebody else that has the same views as I do and the same type of like you know like like I really bash on the whole group the way that the lifestyle is like the way they define things. I really bash on it. I think it's bad. I think a lot of people have the definitions just so that they can put themselves up on a chair or some sort, you know, like I really think people are missing what's going on, what's really needs to be out there. That's why I don't really participate in it anymore. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a new person though, I mean, that's really the only way they are. And then you got to meet somebody, you know, and, and it's fine to be, you know, to have sub and dom play and the sub be more experienced than you are. You know, I mean, you got to learn. So yeah. the same. Th- I mean, like I said, that's how I got started. Is she had, you know, years more, and I didn't even know it existed really. Right. And um, so it's really hard to, you know, define that without knowing the kind of person that you're speaking to. You know, because everybody's different. Some people aren't going to get into it. I mean, they're just not. They're going to go mm-hmm. and play a little bit, and that's going to be fine. And that's all they need. And then some people are like starving for it and then they're going to go to a group and they're just going to get just swamped with all this bullshit information that really has nothing to do with it. Yeah. And then they could go and when really they could just go one date at a time Mm -hmm. and go out and have a little bit of fun and, you know, and, and take, take baby steps. That's the fun part is the, is the getting 
yeah. figuring everything out and learning your person and, you know, so finding a good sub, I think would be someone who, who is a match with you and, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about somebody who fits good. You know, there's plenty, I've had plenty of great sexual partners that I can't fucking stand later, you know, but if you can't go out and spend three days somewhere just together, you know, and, and out of the bedroom, then probably not going to be a pretty good fit. Yeah. You know, so, but so find somebody who's there that you can communicate with. And then after that common interest or whatever, you know, there's, there's always interest that the other one has that the other person doesn't. And, you know, I mean, so, like, I mean, we've got those types of things, things that, that you want to do and then things that I'm like, eh, not my thing, but you can, you know, whatever, you can go do it. So yeah. That's part of it. Like my yoga. <laughs> yeah. Like yoga. <laughs> I have tried. I'm done. I'm not going to ask anymore. I've tried to suggest, to it's, protest, it's to bring up. It's the hundred million to, degrees. Yeah, I'll go tough. do I'll go do the just that don't mean I gotta prove it. You are like the toughest, like motherfucking badass motherfucker I know. And you won't go do yoga. <sighs> We're hiking yesterday and you're like, I would sleep on rocks like this for a week. And you know, you're, when you're out there in the wilderness doing your doing your stuff, and I'm like Oh my God, I'm a shrinking, but there's no freaking way I could make it out here. This cold, this wind, no, you know, and, and, and to make it clear. I'm not the one that drug her out there. This was her great idea. Well, it was a beautiful, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Where we, just so people don't think that I drugged this pretty little thing out no, on a rock somewhere. No, <laughs> no. She's like, I know this great spot. Well, I haven't done it in quite a while. And we were out there like cliffhanger. Oh my God. Yes. Literally. She thought she was going to die. I did think I was there. I had a moment. I had a, I saw my life flash in front of me and, <laughs> and, yeah. and my, the, I'll tell the story. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell sidebar, sidebar story. And then we'll get back to this question. So we're trying to get, we go up. How many? Oh wait. So how far do we go up? Elevation wise, yeah. every every bit of like fourteen hundred something feet. Okay, like really. Okay. Yeah. And it took and and so it was very steep. Very steep. And it was rock, you know, slippery. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're coming. We got up there, and then when we're coming back down, you just there's no path. You just kind of have to make your own way. So we we're going down and he hits this one spot where it gets real narrow and you're in between two big rocks and you're coming down and it's all these little crevices and then he just kind of he's long enough he can put a leg down and get down and i'm still like fucking jesus christ how am i gonna get down from this thing and i'm wedged i'm like wedging my way kind of like trying to like crab crawl or side crab crawl. i don't know what the fuck my arms get pinned and and i'm trying to put my leg down out in front of me to touch the rock below to sort of put my body weight onto that next little not rock like tiny you know <laughs> teacup size little thing i can stick my 
top of my, the ball of my foot on to take the pressure off my arm, my shoulders, which I think is about ready to dislocate. And he's like, come on, come on. You can go, just come on. I am not. I'm telling you to calm down. I started to panic. I started to panic. And because I thought, I I saw my life flash in front of me and I'm like, I'm going to break something right now. Like right now, right here. And, and while I'm wedged in there, my little shorts get pulled pulled up and and the the liner of the shorts gets you know i'm wearing a you know nike running shorts so they have a built-in liner so you don't have to wear underwear well the underwear gets displaced the little built-in underwear and apparently a lip (laughs) a lip he's he's on the ground looking straight up at me about ready to flop on him and he's seeing a lip (laughs) peek out anyway he didn't he waited a while to tell me the lip story so that that was kind of funny but anyway back to our i'm sorry i got a side i had to tell that that was just funny so anyway i don't remember i don't even now i don't i lost my train of thought because we were were talking about how i don't want to do oh yoga your million degree yoga that's right it's not the yoga it's the million degree stuff. If we could do subarctic yoga. It's 105. Yeah, that's retarded. So if we could do subarctic yoga, I'm down. Well, I wouldn't do subarctic yoga because the point of the heat is it allows you to get deeper into the postures because yeah. you're you're just warm and you, and you sweat like a motherfucker, which hot. I love. I love. I mean, it's just dripping, drenching. It's the best. Yeah, so for all the guys out there that don't work in offices and such, and those of you that, you know, do work outside like I do, I'm sure you're all in agreement of, (laughs) no the fuck, I do not want to go to 105 on purpose for something that I have to pay for, and then subject myself to physical duress. Okay, but let me talk about the the benefits, perks and benefits. The only perks and benefits there was the ones that you and, what do you call her? Oh, um, Marianne. You and Marianne described to me that one time. I had no argument. I couldn't, I had no, I had no comeback. I was stuck. Well, you've seen the pictures. Yes. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's the only, that's the only point that y'all have. So uh, let me just tell you guys, guys, if you're out there, you're kind of wondering like where, here's a thought, where to meet girls. Here's the thought. If you're brave enough, yes, because I'm going to list all the perks, perks and bennies right now. Here we go. Go to a hot yoga class, okay? Let it all hang out. (laughs) No, don't let it. Guess what? You get to see, first of all, women in hot yoga, basically we're we're doing yoga in damn near our bathing suits. They're almost naked. It ain't a bathing suit. We're almost naked, yeah. Yeah. You're going to see every... You might even see a lip. <laughs> you're yeah. you're going to see the outlines of lips. You're going to see, you get to, you're, first of all, you're going to see what kind of shape her body's in. All of it. Yep. You're going to watch her bend and contort. You get to see all this flexibility. Just go to the back of the room. So you can hide your boner. And if you get a boner, you just, Turn you just, <laughs> you just sit down. No, <laughs> you just sit down. <laughs> You just sit down and think about kittens. And yeah, and 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 there's going to be all these like flexible, young hotties, beautiful women of all ages, actually. Yeah, so they're not young. A lot of them are young. Yeah, mine's not. What? Hmm? Are you saying I'm old? They're not young. 
I'm not, well, I'm not 20. No, mm -mm. yeah. But there's 20 year olds, there's 30 year olds, 40, 50, 60. I mean, it's even 70 year olds. I mean, there's like, it's just a, whatever you're, whatever you're into <laughs> from, you know, it's there. You'll find it there. And, and the girls are very friendly and they like talking to guys. And guess what? We're checking you out too. Mm. Yeah. So we're like, oh, who's that? There's a guy. Hey, don't think there won't be eyeballs on you. So that there's my suggestion. Everyone's always, people are always asking me, how do you, you know, guys, where can I meet girls? What are the good websites? Oh, somebody asked me. Here's one for you. Hmm. Here's a question you all know. I keep getting asked, what are the good websites and apps for like meeting women? Like, oh. how would I know that? Like, I don't know the apps. I don't think. Come on. I don't know the apps. You I use the one. I got one website I use, but I don't, I don't know any of the apps. What about uh, what about Fet Life? I don't like Fet Life. I think it is Facebook, and that's part of my problem with like the way that everything is. Like Fet Life is one of those that defined. Like I didn't know there was nine hundred thousand fucking categories for submissive and doms oh. and all that. So. I mean, cool. If there's you're a person, also information on there, though. Too. There's a ton of information. Yeah. There's a ton of porn stars, and there's a ton of Instagram stars, and a bunch of people trying to make it in social media and modeling and all that other bullshit too. Um, it's like Facebook. I like. But there's but there's also don't you think there's there could be good information on there just about just for learning and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of bad information too. Okay. That's my issue. Yeah. Well, there's going to be good and bad out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's, but yeah, it's hard for it. somebody to sift through it. Yeah. Um, Dutchy, what Dutchy? I think it's you'll have to look it up. It's a rope guy. Dutchy. Yeah, that's probably the only one that I like mm -hmm. when it comes to learning the safety stuff. Yeah. I actually think he's a a nurse practitioner. Oh, okay. And like, I mean, but anyway, I like their safety stuff, and they've mm -hmm. got a ton of Dutchy. No, his... like just Dutchy. Like I think with a Y. Just type in Dutchy rope bondage and it'll pop up. I think they got a huge forum and a big thing. Oh, okay. Thing. Good, good. But like, um, I mean, I've got a Fet Life. I got a Fet Life. I got a Tumblr. No, it's not Cowboy Inn. Good I luck. Know. Well, somebody was somebody was Cowboy Inn. Yeah, there's that fuck stick. But somebody was pretending to be Cowboy Inn. Yeah, they put was. up a, made a profile and pretended it was him, and. Just to harass me, basically. Yeah. But no, that's not mine out there. But the website I like is, I mean, it's just, I like AFF. That's that's yeah. the website I like. I understand how people are on it. I understand how the website works. It's definitely one of those that you have to know how it works and how people are. It's not an easy one for people just to walk in and be like, yay, I get to fuck. It's definitely not that way. Explain it. Well, and give the full name. Right. Uh, it's a uh, adultfriendfinder.com and you'll have to pay for it. Yeah, so, it's not free. It's not free and you'll have to pay for it, especially now. It used to not be that way, but now you absolutely have to pay for it because you can't do anything if you're not paying for it. Used to be you could they would just throttle it. But so it's a bio, you put up pictures, you tell them what you're into like most like the old school sites and then you can go through and surf people in your area. And message them. At that point, it's up to you to build a profile that someone likes, you know, that you're an honest person or whatnot. And then 
Put up pictures that are self-representing. Do not lie with your pictures. If you're a big old dude, let them know you're a big guy. If you ain't got no hair, let them know you don't have any hair. Because the whole lying and showing up and looking like somebody else, that's bullshit. So, but talk to girls. Message them. Don't be a fucking creep. Like what? <laughs> like all know, the shit I complained yeah, about. Yeah, like all the stuff that keeps getting sent here. So, you know, be be honest with it and... My thing is, I, I I go, I say, you know, I'm like, hey, how are you? I'll mention something about the week, you know, because it's in your area. And then if she responds back, try to, you know, then just have a simple conversation. And then I like, me, I, I call people. One, it lets me know that I'm not speaking to some dude with a fake profile. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason, a lot of the gay guys tend to like that, to pose as a woman and then just try to. Get you send him dick pics. Yeah, and I don't. And that's the other thing. I don't send dick pics. So quit sending out your cock. Like just quit. It may be gorgeous. Let her see it when she pulls it off and be in awe of it in front of you. And quit, quit sending dick pics. So, and then talk to her on the phone. Either, either y'all are good and can go on a date and check it out, or she's not what you're looking for. You know, just that's just what I like using. I'm also the kind of guy that is perfectly okay being by myself. So <laughs> it doesn't bother me to not be going out with somebody. But I like I like Adult Friend Finder. I find that it is the only one that I know that is centralized around people who are looking for hookups and or thirds or like it's literally straight only about sex. And but I've met a lot of good I've met a lot of good people there. I mean I met you know, a lot of really good people. Yeah. So, yeah, several, several really good people I still talk to. Haven't been physical with in years, but I still talk to them. So, the apps and stuff, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the apps I think myself. that's an age bracket thing with the apps. I tried, what, 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 this is before I, uh, you know, this is before I started, um, doing, you know, doing my, okay, that's it. I'm just going to get out there and do sex. But about before I started, before I started this whole Curious Girl Diaries thing, I, I would, what, what's that one that the most popular one where you swipe left or right? What's that one? Oh fuck! It's um. Uh, what the fuck is it it's called? Not, yeah, it's that, not not plenty of fish. No, no, it's, no. Um, it's, Tinder. Tinder. Thank you. Yeah. So I tried Tinder, but I wasn't thinking like hookup. And again, this is this is very, very, very. This is my very first venture into. That's what my guys use. Very first venture into like trying to. That's my favorite thing to do is mess with the. Put myself out there. My guys will build a Tinder profile, and then I'll go and build another profile. Then you just sit there and swipe a million times till you find your buddy. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's so awesome. So, I'm sure that's all you use it for, right? Jesus, come so, on. Tinder's like. I think that's for like 30 and down Mm -hmm. is what it seems to be. Mm -hmm. But yeah, 30, so 30 and down, I would definitely say, I don't know if, uh, you know, above that, but Tinder's definitely, I don't know. Is it a hookup? It is. That's what my guys use. Okay. They're. Okay. So this guy might like that. The guy that asked me this question might like that. Yeah. That's what my guys use. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. They're and they're so thirsty. Like I said, I can make I make like half a dozen fake profiles, and we go through and find each other and oh screw my them up. God. 
So yeah, I'm a construction I'm, guy. I'm sure that's all he uses it for, guys. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Well, I can tell. I can guarantee you won't catch me on Tinder. Anyway, okay. So I think that's yeah. I mean, all the other stuff like Match.com and Bumble. That's and bagels or coffee and bagel. Coffee meets bagel. This, those are all like those are women who are looking for boyfriends. Now, if that's what you're looking for, then you know you can do use those sites. But, uh, you know, if you're really more just kind of like, hey, I'd like to find somebody, a friends with benefits type scenario, AFF. then, yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, I think you're right. AFF would be a good way to go. Because there's plenty, there's a lot of women on AFF and they do want to go on dates. It's not like, it's not a, she messaged you and then you're going to go fuck like a hooker. It's not like that. So you get to go out have a good time with dinner and everything. But there are a lot of hookers on there too, right? Are, I never saw the hookers. I think that's an age bracket thing. Are they cam girls? There are a lot of cam girls, and then AFF has its own cam thing now. There are a lot of cam girls. Mainly, the what mainly what straight guys are going to deal with is gay guys. They're going to have fake that's profiles. The biggest downfall. That's you think? the biggest. Okay. They'll have fake profiles, or you'll get swamped with messages from bots. I don't get the bots. I get gay guys. That's mm. a, that's it. Just gay mm. guys. And then on your profile, you can say as straight as you want to be. And it's constantly like, hey, bro, I won't tell nobody uh, this and that. So, yeah. I mean, hey, shoot your shot. Congratulations. But get out of my damn messages. It's irritating. Yeah. So, but you have to pay for it. It's not cheap. And you meet, like I said, you meet one out of a hundred. Maybe is nice. I mean, they'll be hot, they'll be attractive, but, or, you know, but one out of a hundred, you know, with me, I want to go out to dinner, hang out for a little while, and then go back and have a great night, and then in a week, or next week, or whoever, you know, whatever the schedule works out, that's, that's my thing, like, I want to go have a nice night out, and then come back, and then have a really nice night in. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what most guys want to do. I was trying to be just like, let's just hook this up. And you were like, well, we're going to go eat. No, we're going to eat. (laughs) But I just, I'm like, get in the truck. Come on. I know. already made reservations and you're late. So let's go. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was our beginning. I was all, I was just like, I was about like, let's just get down. Let's just get it on and I'll go home. And you're like, I'm hungry and I'm going to eat first. And guess what? You're going to sit across the table from me and make nice conversation. Yep. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the hell? Okay, I'm like, isn't this what guys want? I'm like, I'm here to fuck. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're going to do that, sweetheart. But first, you're going to do this. We're going to go to a really nice restaurant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You kind of threw me. You yeah. kinda was like, huh? What the hell? So, okay. And then I think the last question I had was... Do I have one more? Wait, we answered. What was the one we just answered? Oh, the hookup sites. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Was there blah, 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 blah. Oh, what's this one? How sex? Oh, how about this? This is from a girl. Uh, just you... started listening. I Okay, I shouldn't say it like that. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. How do you say that name? Danae. Oh, Danae. Okay. I think. Danae. Danae. Probably because her, her mm-hmm. other one is DNA. And I think she's Australian. Hell yeah. Um, I like Perth a lot. Hey. Um, okay. Well, here we go. So, so, so this is about you, actually. I was going to, I'm going to answer this. Some of these questions I'll answer separately on, on my own Q&A, but I thought some would be good for you to answer. So that's why I have you. Okay. So it says, just listening to your podcast, 
Thank you. I'm listening to one of your podcasts with Cowboy N right now. Oh my fucking God. How sexy is his sleepy morning voice? Jeez, that deep rumble voice is driving me crazy. You're one lucky lady. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Danae. Yes, I know. I tell, hey, you don't have to tell me about that voice. It drives me crazy. It's a panty dropper. It's a panty dropper. That Southern. That southern thing, and when you do your, you know, your, I call that your cowboy and speak. Yeah. And he puts the moves on Danae. Let me just tell you. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. I want, oh, he, he tries to act all innocent like he doesn't know about, like, like he just is unaware of this deep rumble that you, that you're talking about and how, and how that affects us ladies. Oh yeah. Trust me. I've seen him with, with waitresses and shit, like full on, turn it on. Yeah, darling. No, no. Thank you, sweetheart. Yes, ma'am. You know, and I'm like, oh, please. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. And then he, and then he gives him the, then he flashes the baby blues and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Those eyes don't work on me because I have blue eyes too. But I mean, they do kind of sometimes. All right. I'll admit it. But yeah, it's, it's, oh yeah. He pours it on. He knows. He knows. <laughs> People know their strengths and they know how to use them when they need to and when they want to. And I will watch him just turn it on and, you know, schmooze some, some lady. Yeah. I've, I've seen you in action and I've seen you and you do it to me. Yeah. I'll do it to you. Yeah. In a well, cause you know, it works. Yeah, it, does. it gets you from being mad. <laughs> to horny. And yeah. Like, so you it, and then you'll be like, damn it, don't do that. Angry to dripping wet in like 2.5 seconds. Yeah. So, yes, I know. I Talking know. about the trifecta. Is that what you said? The trifecta? The three part series? What were you saying? The I three... for... We were at dinner. That's what you were talking about. Oh. The three. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, yes, it's that full on Southern cowboy, you know. And the whole time, you know, you don't think, like, literally, you could be looking at him and thinking, like, Oh my gosh, like this guy, this is boyfriend material. You don't know. He's a dirty, funny. He he, he is. That's the thing. And that's where it is. See, that's, that's, that's the angle you use. You're like, hey, I'm boyfriend material. When you do all that Southern and that, you know, and you're acting all polite and just, and flirty and throwing the blue eyes and all that shit. And re- and these these girls have no idea how twisted and dirty you are. They have no idea. They have no idea. Never see it coming. They would ne- no. They never see it coming. Yeah. And that's your angle. Yep. Because you don't look. You come in this little pretty package, and and then you you know the voice and the and the charms and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> look out watch out ladies beware <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I'll be t- careful I'll talk to you we're going to a nice dinner and I'll still do that thing you like uh, yeah I know I, I didn't even know I, that was the thing I liked I didn't know there was a lot of things I liked mm, you really like it most recently I found, yeah I found out somebody something else just you like. <laughs> bef- before we started this podcast there's something I said another thing I said I would never do remember ladies and gentlemen what happens when she says i'll never yeah i said never you're never gonna first of all a a while back i said you're never gonna put 
what the pinchers what are those what are clamps. those clamps on my nipples first i said no way clamps on my nipples now oh my god it drives me crazy i fucking love it but then i had said where i draw no, my next thing is i draw the line at you're not gonna you're not gonna put a clamp on my clit no clamping on my clit and tell me about it and yeah. i can't believe it i i have to say it right now i it's fucking hot. It felt really good. Mm. It got me so wet. Just it even. Really did. <laughs> I mean, was yeah. I just like? Yeah, I got you super wet. Oh my god! I mean, we weren't even. You haven't even put your penis in me, and it. I just was. Ugh. Yeah. Wet, 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 and and the the thing with the I because I just thought it would hurt. It it just got so much blood flow going there, and so much stimulation, and also. Anytime you moved me or I moved, it would mm-hmm. jiggle that ever so slightly. And it was like, it's like somebody kind of constantly lightly touching your clit. Mm-hmm. And of course, that that would get you going. If you were, if you or someone else was lightly touching your clit, you'd get wet. And yeah, so. That has a lot to do with the, like we were talking about before, you got to know. Oh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. You got to know what to do. Yeah. You put it on the right. You put it on the right way. I mean, yeah, you gotta put it the right way. Yeah, the right amount of pressure. Yeah. Oh, you could definitely gotta, do some damage. Yeah, you could do bad things. It could hurt. So yeah, and then but I mean I know some people like that though. Yep. So, but then again, if your partner can, likes that, I can tell you one right now that would like <laughs> that likes some things that. <laughs> do I know that person? Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know who you're talking. Yep. Okay. Then I think. I think we. What's the bottom one? Or that was something you were going to do? This one? No, no, no. All the way below the Australian girl. Oh, okay. You can answer this one. I I didn't know if that was one you wanted to or not. Do. Oh, I didn't read it. The question is, do you think a woman can ever be truly satisfied being monogamous with one guy or will they always need new partners? Mm, that's a big question. That is a big question. What do you think? Well, what do you think? Mm. You know women. You've been with more women than I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can answer it from my point of view, but you've been with a lot of women. So what do you think? I think... This is going to hurt some feelings. <laughs> Go ahead. It's going to hurt some feelings. Are you, yeah. are you talking about some feelings in the room? Mm, no, oh. not yours. Okay. Go ahead. No. I don't I don't think women can be monogamous in the point that they're 100% satisfied and they like that they're choosing to be that way 100%. I don't think so. I don't believe that it has to be the truest sense of the form of monogamous. In other words, that that women need to go fuck somebody else. I do. I so I'm a big proponent for like girls' night. Like I I believe that you know all the girls should get together, go out, dress up, flirt like crazy, have a good time. Let that way they know that other guys still find them attractive and hot and all that. So in my terms, I mean, you know. I don't know. I think more women need a little bit more freedom, you know. But where do you draw the line with that? F- flirting. That's 
that's still being monogamous. You can go out and, you know, flirt and no. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Still get attention. I mean, some women don't want to have a lot of partners. And yeah. they mean that. Like they, yeah. they, they only want one sexual partner. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They still want a lot of attention from other guys. Though. Yeah. But so, I mean, as a woman, you know, she's she still wants more attention from other guys and i think i think guys should let them do it you know a little bit because if you're doing your damn job you won't have to worry about nothing right so in terms of like actual like going out and having another boyfriend or a guy on the side or whatever that that's up to those people i mean that's i don't think any guy is actually a hundred percent okay with it but I I don't know. I think women need the attention more than guys need the attention. Guy thing, like to me, like multiple partners as a guy is really just like the caveman thing. Like it's just a, you know, try something new type. It Like it yeah. has, has no emotional bearing, has no relationship type thing. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the current relationship you're in. You don't like that person. It has nothing like... That's the part women can't understand most of the time is that when a guy's like, oh, yeah, I'd fuck her. He literally means that he would just walk up and stick his dick in her and fuck her. That, that That's it. It's like, oh, I it like, is. It is. Yes, yeah. it is a little. It's like, a completely different, mm, unattached thing. Because I have to like I have to like something about somebody. Yeah. So I have to connect somehow, some way. Right. I can still do very no strings attached. Right. Fucking go home. I don't want to stay the night. You know, any of that shit. I don't need to be calling. I don't need to, you know. Uh, but I got to like, there has to be a redeeming quality about yeah. it. Yeah. But I think men don't have to have that. Really, literally, if she's physically attractive. Yeah, if she's physically attractive, like, you yeah, pretty much. I'll fuck her. And, and then, you know, you then you're on to the, you know, it's like, okay, now I'm going to the grocery store, get my grocery. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's not, it's a, not a big to, ordeal. No, it's really not. Not at all. It's not definitely not my mo. I mean, you know, it's. But I do find that hard to understand a little bit. Which part? The just the physical part. I mean, because that's how we're wired. That's why I look at you all the damn time. That's why I know. Yeah, I mean, that's how guys are. We're visual. You're visual. I know. Yeah, I mean, that's and but I mean, really, the human race. I mean, so. We're prey animals. Our our eyeballs are on the front of our heads, not yeah. on the side of our heads. So, we we hunt things. And then guys, no matter how much of a no mu- how much of an inactive cuck wannabe guy that he is, he's still deep down inside. He's got testosterone in his veins. And trust me, there's a caveman somewhere. So yeah. everybody, it's all in there. Some people work really hard to, to suppress it. Some of us, you know, used to get paid for it. So, yeah. but the, you know, yeah, when you boil it down to the just the biology part. You, there's a girl that you find attractive. You're like, oh yeah, she's hot. And then if you get around her, and and the uh, the pheromones and the hormones are kicking, mm-hmm. then that it, it's not your fault. You blacked out. It's, oh Jesus! It's just a it's a physical thing. It's not your fault. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay, well I don't know about that. So are we answering? Let me see. Are we answering this question? Do you think can ever a woman can ever truly be satisfied being monogamous? Okay, so. I think they're out there, but I think it's fifty fifty. Yeah, I so this is this guy's name's Matt. Matt, yes. I do think there are yes, I do think there are women that fine with it. 
Uh, yeah. Like they've got they 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 landed their man. They're good. Yeah. Like it's like that is scratched off the list. It's not on the to do list anymore. And they're hunkered down, and you know they're ready to go the distance. Yeah. And they don't think about, you know, being with other guys. Yeah. I have a different mindset now than I did before I did all this. Yeah. Before I did all this, apps. I mean, you know, I was I was always monogamous with whomever I was with and like I think except for one time when I was 18 years old I cheated on a guy one time that was it and it actually made me feel so bad so shitty that I after that I was just like I will never do that again I don't ever want to see the look on somebody's face like that again I'll always just if I get to that point when I'm starting to think about somebody else it's time to move on yeah that that's what I knew my cue was. And so I would always I would break up with somebody before I would cheat on them. That was my that was my thing. But very seldom was I would I be in a relationship when I was with somebody. I was like, yeah, I'm happy to be happy to be with this person. So I was kind of like that. You know, I'm like, OK, I'm content. I was just like, boop, off the list, scratch. OK, I'm content. And now I'm doing my thing. Got the boyfriend thing checked off and. And that was good. Then when I started doing all this, experimenting and just trying different things and because I, unlike a lot of women, I do have that side of me that can be very detached and just very about more like the way you described it for a guy. It's like, I see him. I have to have, I have to have a little bit, like I said, I have to add a little girl sprinkles to that cupcake where, where it's like, Okay, you can be all physical and but you can't be like you can't be stupid. I mean like there's yeah. a, I have a few criteria that that well, go that's into how that. I am too. So, I mean it can't be just some because there are guys that look great but I'm like do not talk. Do not yeah. speak. Shh, don't say anything. So I tell girls it's a good thing you're pretty, darling. I mean like li- <laughs> sometimes like literally it's just like oh my goodness. And yeah. and but I have to have like yeah, I have to I have to find something about them that I like, which sounds weird, but that's just, I guess that's the girl's spin on it. But I can still be very detached, come on over and just fucking go. And, and when I'm, and when, when, and straight up, when my feet, you know, hit the pavement after I'm done, I am not thinking about it one bit. And that's it. And there's a part of that, there's a part of that that's kind of fun to not have to have that to not be caught up in your girl emotions because they're exhausting to just have a lack of them is nice sometimes, but not a lot of women can do that. So I think that, you know, to answer Matt's question, I think most of the time. Yeah. I think, I think more often than not, women can be truly satisfied being monogamous. But I think there's a lot of women out there that would really like a birthday present. You mean like a free pass or something? Yeah. Yeah. And they don't need much. Like most, most women don't, they, you know, literally like one a year for some girls. I mean, it's just a, f- a mm-hmm. fun thing on the outside or whatever. Just to try something different. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as, and see, that's the other thing. So like, you know, like as a guy, it, wanting to, wanting to sleep with somebody else has, does not mean that you don't love the person you're with. It's just like your brain's like, Oh, that's, that's something I'd really like to get inside that. You know, it's just your brain kicking off and women have those. Is it though? 
Oh yeah. Is it the which brain are we talking about? Same brain. I don't I don't believe in that top head, head bottom head thing. Like, yeah, it's it's the same brain. Okay. Well, that's a, okay. I mean it just Yeah. It's just a physical thing, that's yeah. all it is. It has nothing to do with wanting that person more or like nothing. It's just Yeah. You're just stuck to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, I understand that too, as well. I understand that I understand, like, I know, you know, I can say from the other side of the fence, you feel differently about different people and, and, you know, you can totally be in love with somebody and then go fuck someone else. And it's just fucking. Yeah. And it doesn't it's a fun experience yeah and have that be that it doesn't mean you it doesn't take away from how you feel about the other person but it's not my you know but but at the same time it's not required yeah but it's also not like i mean i you when you flip it on the other side i still don't i get it i understand it it's not my favorite idea that someone that I like oh, hell no. is fucking someone else. Yeah, no. It's not my favorite idea, thought to think about. No. But, you know, it's kind of, you kind of have to. That's like what we talked about when, you know, if, talking about a third. It's still, even though it's a girl, it's still something I have to, you know, I still got to think about it. Like I thought that was weird that you mentioned that. I don't think enough guys are telling the truth about it. You don't? No. Okay, so I'll tell the truth about it. Don't bother me. Well, I know, but what? So, so explain to everybody what your point of view is, it's because we are we are, we're like talking about, a, you know, having bringing in a third, what that would be like, kind of like what the rules and boundaries would be, or how we're gonna, you know, kind of navigate that. And you said, yeah. So I mean, it's, to me, it's still another person that you're sleeping with. So even though you're there, yeah. Even though I'm there, just because it's not a. It's not a guy that's there. It's still, you know, it's a chick that's there. It doesn't change. It doesn't the, matter what the sex is. Yeah, it doesn't. Really, to me, it doesn't really change the viewpoint. It's somebody else getting the attention that I'm not getting. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, it's somebody else with the person that I love. Yeah. So. But, so I mean, it's not a, it's not like a, oh fuck no or whatever. But it's definitely, it's definitely conditionary. You know, it's definitely something that I have a bridge I got to cross when I get there. Yeah. I mean, I've had. I've had plenty of threesomes. It's just literally physical, physical person you're with, and they thought it'd be really hot to bring in another physical person, and it's just a, you know, it's just four hands instead of two. Like I mean, yeah. there's no nothing there. But when you bring it in with somebody you're actually attached with, and to me, yeah, it there's a that little, and that's part of the factor too. That's kind of the part of the the oh, this is yeah, you know, naughty or whatever factor. Yeah. So I don't think enough guys want to admit it. Oh. Well, see, I think it's normal for the girl, like on my end, to be like a little hesitant because you're like, okay, yeah, you're bringing another a girl. It's, oh yeah, it's, it, you it's know, scary. now you got two pussies. You know, it's like yeah, it's scary. And so that's that's natural. But I I didn't know that guys would be like, well, I don't know how I feel about another woman with with someone you know someone I like. Like I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. You know. Well, because we're not just physical. I mean. I've never I've never felt physically threatened by a female with another female. Mm-hmm. Like I understand, yeah, lesbians and all that, and y'all got a great tongue, and yeah, congratulations. But I I know I know fewer girls that have turned lesbian 
then I have turned back to liking Dick again. I'm not worried about physical part. <laughs> but when it comes to the emotional side, a, a dude can't compete with a chick. Like, you just can't do it. Like, yeah. I don't care how beautiful and sensitive or whatever he is, which I am not that guy. So, but when it comes down to points of that, like, a guy cannot even come close to uh, having the same type of emotional communication or whatever, things like that. Yeah. Know? And that's what women like. So Yeah, we do. Yeah. So that part, yeah, I mean, no, you're you're outgunned, bro. You can't Yeah. You can't compete there at yeah. all. So yeah, so it's the insecurity part. So when it's a person like me, when I feel when I feel emotion for you, and then there's a person that's coming in that has the potential to not like do the job better, but be able to take a spot or take a place that, yeah. you know, and that it's not you occupy. Yeah, yeah. And that I want to occupy, yeah. you know, not like it's all, oh, you know, there's something cause I want, I want you to feel the same way about me. So that's the side I feel. Yeah. So I don't, like I said, I don't, think enough, I don't think enough guys admit it, but yeah. Physical wise. No. I mean, I know the kind of person you are. No. Yeah. And barring some, insane light bulb that just all of a sudden turns on. No, I'm not too worried about somebody physically coming and taking you away. No. You know, or anything. No. And I'm not worried about a girl sweeping you off your feet and, <laughs> and running with you off into the sunset. No. But it's still what's no. in the back of, you know, it's in, it's, it's in your mind. Like yeah. you said, well, I'm bringing another girl and it's going to be, and I wonder what she, you know, mm -hmm. is he going to like the way she feels or da, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah, it's the million things that are running through your brain. Yeah. But you just have to have the the confidence and the not really the maturity because it's not very mature bringing in three people, but <laughs> you know, just the. Uh, it's adventurous. Yeah, it's adventurous, and it it takes a lot of trust, I think, and then it takes it takes a lot of being open. You know, like I told you, like we were talking about the, the physical boundaries and what we were, what we would let her do or wouldn't let her yeah. do, or how we wanted it to go. Yeah, how we wanted it to go, and the scenarios that you were talking about, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I've thought this through. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> a lot. She's thought it. She's. I have it all. Oh, I have pictures. I have a roadmap. I'm oh, like, she is, yeah. these are all the things I want. I want her to do this to me. This is what I want her to do. Yeah. And these are not normal things. <laughs> what do you mean? You think they're nasty? They are. You're nasty. I know. I am nasty. Yeah. When you were telling, we were leaving the airport and I'm sitting there like, you want to what? <laughs> I'm like, what did I do to you? <laughs> you turned me into a fucking kinkster. Yeah. It was yeah. hot though. Yeah, yeah. You're like, can you handle that? I'm like, I. Uh. <laughs> Are you down? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I just pay attention to the monster you're letting out the box. Like, just... right? Yeah. But so, well, with this question here, do you think women can ever be truly satisfied by being monogamous? Yes, I do. Do you concur by being with one guy? Fifty-fifty. You think it's fifty-fifty? I think women are more apt to it. Then guys are. Then, oh, yeah, infinitely more. But I think that I I think more women want something more, but not not in terms of wanting to see what's out there. Just they want to go have a little bit of fun, and they're fine with it, you know. They just go have some fun and come back home and do whatever it is they do, homework or cook dinner or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, I don't know. I don't think... They're truly satisfied, but I do know a lot of women that are more than 
more than gloriously satisfied with one with one guy. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Thanks for listening, and we're gonna we're gonna this time. I'm gonna end this podcast in a timely manner so that I'm not getting you late to the airport. We now we got plenty of time to get you there. Yeah. Yeah. We still gotta get dressed. I know. And shower. And shower. Yeah. But let's shower first, then we can put there clothes we go. on. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll be in touch. And everybody stay safe. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.